All in preparation for the challenges that lie ahead. This is a show that feeds the mind with inspiration and truth on the issues of the day. If it's important to your life, you'll find it here. Hosted by Malcolm Out Loud. You know, as you know, my friends, you know, we talk about everything on America Out Loud. Yeah, we, you know, we talk about a lot of faith. We talk about Christianity, the dangers of Islam, what is happening around the world. We talk about society, cultural events, everything. But, you know, today's topic is an important one because I tell you, I scratch my head. I want to be honest with you. I, I don't I can't tell you I have all these answers because I really don't. But, you know, I know what I know. I believe what I believe. But, you know, when I talk to my Christian friends on one side, they say, hey, this is what we're supposed to do, and this is why we're supposed to forgive, and this is how we're supposed to behave. Yet, when I talk to other people on the other side who are very informed and experts in Islam and understand the Muslim mentality, they say, wait a minute, Malcolm, you, 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 you got it wrong. You got to stop it. And so there, there becomes the battle. I want to talk to you again and bring you in IQ Al-Razuli. Uh, again, he's an Iraqi-born uh, Arabic speaker. Um, I say that he is uh, one of the foremost authorities in the world on the subjects of Islam and all related issues. Always a pleasure to talk to him. Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Muhammad and Islam. Uh, website, just go to America Out Loud. Look him up there. His website is al-razuli.com. There's a lot out there that, uh, uh, that IQ has. You know, I, I, you know, you get this name IQ. I, I never asked you this. How, how do you get a name IQ? You just think you're that smart? Did you pick that name out or somebody give it to you? Not at all. It is an initial. And uh, the only time I will reveal what that initial is, is if and when I get 45 minutes prime time television on, on America. Ah. In America. Because in these 45 minutes, I will tell Americans and America and the world something that will blow their mind. Okay. IQ stands for something, believe me. All right, all right. It IQ. just happens to be also IQ for intelligence. Hey, yeah, I didn't say that, buddy. Hey, yeah. I mean, you know, so now I know when people call me a smart ass, that may not be a compliment, yeah? Smart ass is a compliment. It's the ultimate compliment. Okay, all right. I digress. You know that. I digress, sir. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a serious topic here. So the Pope came out, and he's embracing the, the Grand Imam here, uh, El Elzar, and um, uh, this is very, very uh, controversial, to say the least. Uh, uh, and I know you have some pretty big thoughts on it. And, and I've got some questions after you get going here, because, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of pressure here on the platform, actually, between the faith and the Christianity and the reality of politics with uh, Islam. Uh I, IQ, what say you in regards to Pope Francis doing this? Well, before we start with Pope Francis, you mentioned that uh, a lot of Christians to whom that you reveal the facts keep telling you about turning the other cheek and being forgiving. Yes. Well, turning the other cheek is not without somebody who is going to cut your head off. You are not going to be forgiving to somebody who will rape your wife and daughter and take your children as slaves. Okay, let's get this straight. Islam is the worst belief system that has ever literally destroyed any the, uh, the, in the history of humanity. Islam is a cult belief system. It is not a religion. Allah, the God of Islam, is definitely not the same as the God of the Bible. And they have a million and a half dollars to prove my points. And no one has been able to take a penny from me or a dime. Now... I saw literally 
the pictures and the video of the Pope and the Imam hugging each other and holding hands. And I know exactly what the Imam was thinking when he was hugging and looking at the Pope. He was thinking, what a jackass you are. <laughs> Literally. Why? Because from the point of view of Islam, the Pope represents Catholicism. Catholicism. What do Catholics believe in? The Trinity. What do Muslims believe in? Anybody who believes in the Trinity is not only a Kafir, but is a Mushrik. Mushrik means someone who associates other gods with God. And that, as far as Islam is concerned, is the worst Kufr. And that is where the problem is right there in a nutshell. What you were saying a moment ago now, you're saying that that, uh, that the imam is thinking that about Pope Francis, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure. What you are. Right. That, that, that's why I want to make sure everybody understands that, that that was the context and the flow of that. All right. So, so here's the thing. Hey, listen, listen. This is a real dilemma. I, I personally have it here. And, and you know, um, all right. Within the Christianity world, IQ, this turn the other cheek as you say it a moment ago here. There's this belief that, you know, we're, we all, are, that Christianity is God-loving and that, yeah, as you say, turn the other cheek, but or that we should be friends with everybody and do good and not worry about it, or they think that it's okay that God will handle all this evil and you need not to worry about it. So when I bring it up with certain folks on that side, I get all of that kickback. Like, Malcolm, I'm not going to go there. Another thing, IQ, I want to tell you first before you talk here on this is a lot of times they will say to me that, they, you know what it is? They, you know what happens here when we put them on the spot is they, they do not want to irritate. Uh, they don't, they are very, very upset and unsettled to irritate the Muslim population and the Islam community. They're very, very unsettled with that. And while I get back right away, oh, I'm not going to say that. Oh, I can't, I can't do that. No, no, no. That, I'm not going to make a stand on that. That's not my business. That's not my problem. And I get that all the time with people in that realm. So am I making sense? Of course you are. But let me reiterate something about tolerance that people who are listening should really think about it. And that goes like this. Unlimited tolerance must lead to the disappearance of tolerance. If we extend unlimited tolerance even to those who are intolerant, if we are not prepared to defend a tolerant society against the onslaught of the intolerant, then the tolerant will be destroyed and tolerance with them. We should therefore claim in the name of tolerance the right not to tolerate the intolerant. A man called Karl, Karl Popper, he said that. And it is perfect. Hence, we must never tolerate the intolerance of Islam and Sharia, nor allow them to soil our soil. And if anybody wants to come against me and debate me, and prove me wrong, God bless you. Try it. We are discussing reality. Islam believes in the superiority of Allah well, and their belief system over Christianity. I, I, you, know, you know, I always say to them, I, I say, listen, I, I, I try to keep it very simple. I say, listen, 
Have you read the Quran? Have you read any part of the Quran? Please go read the Quran. Take a look at that, please. Look at the words in this. Now, let's understand something. The Quran is the, that's their document. That's their, that's their birth certificate. That, that is their birth certificate. That is their proof of being. Now, if you understand that and you understand the Quran and you take a look at all of this, and then you come back and you say to me, and here, here's the fundamental thing I want to say to you. So they always say to me, well, but there are good Muslims and bad Muslims. And I hear this all the time. And when that's always said to me, I think of you immediately. You come into my mind. You, you know, you, you become in like my little, you become my little conscience in here with this topic in my <laughs> mind. You come up on my shoulder. I see IQ on my shoulder saying, Malcolm, get with it. There is no difference between a good Muslim and a bad Muslim. Why don't you knock it off and stop listening to these people? You see what you're doing? You're corrupting me, brother. I hope not. You are definitely becoming much more educated than most people who are listening to me. But but am I right? You say the good Muslim, course, bad sir, Muslim. Look, you would there say to are that. No shades in Islam. Right, right. I ask the same question: Has anybody ever heard of or read about a moderate Nazi, a, uh, or a militant Nazi, or an extremist Nazi, or a radical Nazi? The answer is no. So why all of a sudden, when we speak about Islam? The rules of the game has changed. So why are they changed, IQ? Why, why are they changed? Again, by the left-wing media. Again, by the left-wing educators right. who believe in multiculturalism, who believe there are no differences between people, who believe there are no differences between cultures. Ladies and gentlemen, I will quote those people who want to read the Quran and they are really afraid because it takes a long time to read 114 chapters. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to buy the Quran, you Google it. Second, you don't need to read 114 chapters. You read chapters 1 to chapter 9 inclusive. And if you come to any conclusion other than mine, you should be put in a mental asylum. <laughs> I mean it, literally. I mean it. Look, in chapter 2, chapter 2, we are discussing 9 chapters. Right. Al-Baqarah 216. The Quran says, Allah says, Muhammad says, Jihad, holy fighting in Allah's cause, is ordained for you Muslims, though you dislike it. And it may be that you dislike a thing which is good for you, and that you like a thing which is bad for you. So Jihad is number one in Islam. Jihad, what does it mean? To fight all human beings who are not Muslim until Either they are converted to Islam, subjugated to Islam, or exterminated. Now, I want somebody to come against me. I have been begging CARE, C-A-I-R, Council of American Islamic Relations, right. or ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America, to debate me. Twelve years right. I've been begging them. Right. Twelve years. They wouldn't come. So so these people with this argument in the Christianity community that go with the good Muslim, bad Muslim sort of thing, or they're going to stay out of it, we have to say basically uh, they're— um they're just not really understanding. They're playing the role of a Christian. As, I, I think what's happening is they're taking Christianity and making it a pushover rather than then stand up for the principles of what Christianity is. But Christianity was never a pushover. Right, right. right. If Christianity was a pushover, she wouldn't exist. You're right. Who invaded the Christian lands? Who? Who invaded and took over Jerusalem? From whom? 
Arabs, the Muslims. And they took it from whom? The Byzantine Christian Empire, who invaded Spain and Italy and North Africa and Hungary and Bulgaria and all Eastern Europe and Western Europe. Who? Arabs and Muslims. And if Christianity was a pushover, there would have been no Christians today. All of us would be speaking Arabic and thanking Allah for it. Okay? It, yeah. yeah. Do, do you... Do you ever see uh, this process of educating people constantly when we talk about this IQ? Um, and where we are right now, I mean, do you ever see a point where we might gain enough momentum where people will really understand the dangers of all this? Or is this just an uphill battle always? It's, no, it's not always. No. Um, in, in Austria, the so-called right wing lost only by 31,000 out of 4 million votes. Only by 31,000. Right. That means it was neck, neck and neck. In Poland, no Muslims are allowed. In Hungary, no Muslims are allowed. In Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic, no Muslims are allowed. In many Eastern Europeans, what used to be part of the Soviet Union, they know more about Islam than the Western. And the worst criminal of all today is Angela Merkel. She is destroying Europe as we speak. Yeah, she's been very dangerous. I've been very outspoken about her. You know that. She's been very dangerous. And she comes across as a pussycat, but she's really a, a, a bad pussycat. I mean, she's... Really... No, no, she's, she is really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. She is literally just... By the way, in England, in the next few days, I think, in June, something in June, they're deciding whether they stay in Europe or leave the European Union. Right. What, what do you think they'll do? It's 50-50, by the way. Right, I know. Yes, pretty it close. It is 50-50 at the moment. And the government, the conservative government, spent almost $100 million, wow. $150 million, trying to convince the British people to stay. Hey, listen, last couple minutes I have, I want to ask you your opinion of the new uh, London mayor, the Muslim London mayor. Well, he says he is for everybody. But when you study his history, he was with Hamas. He was with the so-called extremist Muslims. They're not extremists. By the way, the more extreme the Muslim is, the more true Muslim they are. The perfect Muslims today are ISIS. The followers of ISIS are the most perfect Islamic entity. Well, they're doing what they're supposed to do. That's their march. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, they are doing exactly what Muhammad used to do right. 1,400 years ago. But nobody gets that IQ. They don't no, no, they do. They do. The, or the republic doesn't get it because yeah. the news media keeps telling them these are a minority. Exactly. These are not a minority, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. That's what they keep saying. No, you're exactly right. So this, this Muslim London mayor then, uh, obviously you're not a fan. No. At the moment, I will give him the benefit of the doubt, although okay. I know in the end he will show his true colors as a Muslim. Just like Obama. That, that Obama never flinched, ever. No, no, he never Sorry. did. He never did. Yeah. By the way, folks, this is the first Muslim mayor in Western society. Correct. Yeah, first one. And, uh, you know, when you say show your true colors, London is at a real crossroads right now. They are in trouble. And I worry about it very much. So I, I don't know what's going to happen there. But um, we'll see. I, I, and I, but I am proud of you, I think, or uh, I, uh, for saying that you're going to give this a shot before you get too uh, critical, but you'll be watching very suspiciously, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I never jump to conclusions. All right. I've learned never to jump to conclusions. Okay. Always listen, wait, 
evaluate and then come to your own conclusion. I don't listen to the news media what they tell me. I don't give a damn which professor talks about what. Right. I don't give a damn about which expert. Invariably, the professors and the experts were wrong. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it, it is always uh, an informative time when we speak to you uh, again. I Q Al Razuli. Uh, again, he's being interviewed this afternoon by a smartass. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that makes two smartasses at the same time. I thought you'd enjoy that, brother. So, <laughs> hey, at least I admit it. So, uh, anyways, IQ, catch him out on AmericaOutloud.com. Well, you, you, you always have a good heart and a good uh, good mind here. We so appreciate your uh, insight uh, uh, again. And um, uh, all of his writings, folks, on America Out Loud, or go to AlRazuli.com. Uh, he's, he's plenty out there about him. He's done a lot of YouTube stuff. Again, Amazon.com, you'll find Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Mohammed. Mohammedan Islam. You'll find it right there. I'll tell you what, my friends, you learn something every minute of the day you listen to this show.